following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Producers. Lights, camera, podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am the Wizard of Jaws. It is Producer time, and I am joined by the Quote King, Austin Kelm himself. What is up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm excited this week. This is going to be a good one. Uh, I So we sat down, we just pulled up the Zoom, and I can tell you, we didn't talk. We we talked some like some some friend shop and stuff like that, just talking about some things. And then right before he recorded, so what are we talking about? My man dropped a bombshell on me. One of my favorite, if not possibly my overall favorite superhero movie. That's kind of why of I did it. I, like, I knew I knew you were gonna say that, so I was like, let's do something fun that Jazzy Bear can be excited about. Let's do uh, that. I my favorite quote from this movie. And I use it probably once a day where so, like anytime somebody says or does something a little ridiculous, my response has nothing is, is nothing but what in the ass <laughs> we are talking. Deadpool. <laughs> I, I loved the Deadpool character before the movies were a thing. They, there was a rumor of a movie coming out and the only, the only actor that could ever play this role and do it this well is Ryan Reynolds. You know what? And he's a guy who literally it, it's weird because you talk about guys being typecasted, right? Where they kind of do the same thing. I feel like he's the same guy in every movie, but the guy is different. Like it doesn't matter if it's Van Wilder or Deadpool or the Green Lantern or like his new one was like Free Guy or whatever that was on. Which was Netflix great. Or Amazon. Right. One of those. I, I liked it, too. But he's the same guy in every movie it's just in this movie he's a superhero and that movie he's a college guy who's been in college for 10 years you know what i mean it's the same thing every time and it's funny every time like i don't care how many times i've seen it it's hysterical every time we've talked about other other actors that like grow somewhat sour on me for right. playing the same guy over and over and over again sure well will, will ferrell's kind of a sticking point with us right that's yes. the whole thing that's one of those yes and he I think the and and this for me the main reason that Ryan Reynolds works with the same guy over and over and over again just names and nuances being changed is because it's a real person. Like right. we all have that incredibly funny, sarcastic, witty like just aloof friend who is just like this. We no, nobody nobody has a, a friend that's like the Will Ferrell and his characters. Nobody, right? Like none of us have a friend who's in their for, like mid forties, living in their parents' basement, pretending they're a ten year old. <laughs> we are once again back to you. Do not like Will Ferrell very much, uh, but it's not that I don't like him very much. It's just like comparing the like 
We just said he plays the same type of guy or the same guy in every movie. And I, I love him. I, I find him hilarious, but it's because he's a, like a realistic person in these movies. You know what? And, and I kind of thought that about uh, not to change gears on us, but like going to the American pie franchise, which right. is, that'll probably be a whole different episode, but oh, it has to be, you know, Stifler played by Sean William Scott is like, I think he's really, really funny through the first couple of movies. And then because he was like a real person, he was kind of a dick. He wasn't a very nice guy, but I, I knew a lot of guys like him. Right. You know what I mean? And then you get into like American wedding and American reunion. And the, I don't, I don't know why they did this, but it was like, Hey, let's take what's funny about Stifler. He's really great. Audiences respond to him and let's crank it up to a 13. Now he's no longer believable. Now he's just annoying. Like they, they hammered that niche so hard. He no longer was believable. Like nobody would ever act like that to be like, it ruined it for me. Well, like if I'm talking about the best ones, like American pie two is my favorite one. Yes. And you know what I mean? And I just think that's like, that's where it found its wheelhouse and they kind of made it better later on, but um, I don't know. It wasn't great. So I know, I do know what you mean. And so, and I mean, on, on the topic of Stifler, like, I think that, I think in the last movie was, I think it was a American reunion mm-hmm. where they made a point of like, not correcting it, but addressing it where like, it toned him down be, a little bit. Well, and like you had that coming of age moment where like, you can't be Stifler as an adult like he was that douchey high school kid then that douchey college kid then in the third one he was that over the top like douchey adult and then in the fourth one they finally like that kind of came around and bite him in the ass and he had to grow up a little bit right not not a ton like he was still they they, they they humanized him like he right. was getting he was in a dead-end job and his boss was harassing him all the time you know what i mean it was a whole thing but uh yeah anyway you know so, I, I agree with you i know what you mean deadpool so like so deadpool i mean he for those who don't know like if you if you follow the comics at all or if you love this and you want to read the comics it's almost like they wrote this character with ryan reynolds the guy in mind because like i i don't know if there's any other person out there that could play this character this well well, it was a thing too, where I, I believe I heard him do an interview where they said that this got like shelved several times. Yes. That like it was out and they had like chosen him and he went through the whole process of auditioning for the role and everything else. And then it was like, nah, we're not going to make it. And it got put on a shelf somewhere, you know, it, like, I think it was like Sony and it was, they weren't going to make it. And then all of a sudden like Sony sold it or, you know, picked it up, whatever. And then it ended up coming back around and thankfully they kept the whole cast together and that's what they did. But for a little while, it was really, he was very worried it was not going to get made, which I mean, thank God it did. Well, right. So he, <laughs> like, it was one of those things. And part of the reason it kept getting shelved is because Marvel wasn't sure if a rate, like they weren't sure if a rated R superhero movie would, would work. Well, it's tough. Cause it, you, how do you bring kids to that? Right. That's like their, their, their demographic is. And then superhero the kids. Time, like the other, the other part of that question was how do you make Deadpool who is a schizophrenic murdering mercenary with a foul mouth and a perverted mind. And how do you, kid, how do you a kid's movie PG 13? Right. And that's the whole point it. to stay true to the character. That's kind of the point. I mean, really, and, and they, they went with, I don't know if they went with their gut. I don't know what the back and forth was like, but realistically um, they went ahead and did it with the R rating and it was the highest grossing R rated movie ever in history yeah. of Senate. Yeah. Like, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. 
Well, and that other R-rated movies are good. This one's number one in the box office all time. At some point, somebody finally said, like, listen, the fans of Deadpool are probably not teenagers or young kids. Sure. Like, agreed. Because they wouldn't like, like why, why do kids like Superman? Because he's like this super awesome, cool dude with an S on his chest. Like, why, why do people like the toned down version of Batman that you see in cartoons? Because it's a toned down version of Batman that like still has some of that campiness to it. Deadpool has never been like that. Deadpool right. has always been like, you know, I mean, the, the very end, the, the last scene where, you know, Colossus is going on this, the, you know, you know, two, you know, four or five moments, you know, people think you wake up and brush your teeth at superhero, <laughs> take a shower at superhero. And like, and he's in the middle of this like prophetic end of the movie coming of age and boom. Just right. shoot shoots in the head. Shoots up. Like, <laughs> you were just going on and on. At what like, point is the speech over? Right. And like he's been like that is the character to a T. Like there, there's no there's no changing it, there's no editing it. And they make fun of the first Marvel incantation of Deadpool the entire time. Well, and you know, he they make fun of the entire Marvel universe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they talk about Professor X, and he's like, which one? Stewart or McAvoy? Right. Like, you know what I mean? To, to, to speak to which Professor X are we talking about? Which or the simple that fact played? That he, <laughs> right. Well, he, and then he t- takes off his mask, and he's got a Hugh Jackman's face stapled to his own face from, like, the world's sec- <laughs> the sexiest man alive magazine. Right. Like, that was just, they break the fourth wall and talk about real-life pop culture all the time. Right. And I think that's what makes it so great. That It's just, it's fantastic well, the way they do that. And that's because if you read the comics, that's how it's written. Like there's panels where he looks at the reader and And he's talking to the reader. You got it. Right. The one thing that they don't do, and this is probably the biggest like jump from the comics to the actual show or the actual movie is in the, in the, in the comics, he's a schizophrenic. He hears voices Mm -hmm. and you can, and you read it by like, depending on how many voices there are there, like his words are like a white let's call it a white square word bubble everyone else is white word like round word bubbles and then there's just separate squares where he's having an internal conversation with two voices like the white box is him and the yellow box is somebody else and the the other voice yes right like the other voice in his head and like they don't do that in the movies because that that's hard like how would you do that like how do you explain another random voice of a non-on-screen character Right. I don't know if they would necessarily do that. I think an interesting take on that would have been him just randomly like, like, you know, turning his head and like talking to his shoulder. Right. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's talking to the voices. And do you know what I mean? Like, I right. think you and can do that without instead, hearing the other voices. You're only hearing his side of it. Right. And but they chose to kind of skip is, that altogether. He, and he, well, he spoke to the audience the entire movie. Right. Like, but that was the other person is that he's talking to us <laughs> as viewers. Wait. No, no, you're probably thinking this guy said it was a love story, and I just watched him shish kebab a bad guy. Right. <laughs> like, God, well, even at the end of it, like he comes out, and he goes, Are you guys still sitting here? No, there's no end of movie Marvel thing to watch here. Like, go, go, go home. There's nothing more here. Like, I, th- that was funny. Like, is right. everyone still sitting in the theater waiting for that next? The cutscene. Right. Yeah. What's the cutscene at the end of the credits? And he comes out in a bathrobe going, No, it, no, no, go away. Well, and, uh-huh. the, and the best part is that is an entire that entire scene, that entire cutscene is tribute to Ferris Bueller's Day Off because that's how that movie ends. Right. And then like it's him talking 
And then all of a sudden he just goes, and it cuts. Fade, like, fades to black, it, right. It was, yep. it was the last scene in Ferris Bueller, and it's how they do the cutscene in Deadpool, which was hilarious. Um, yep. I re- awesome. It, it really, and in, in, again, not to hammer the same point home, but like Ryan Reynolds pulls it off so awesomely. I mean, just there are dumb things that like, so you say lines that you quote all the time in this movie, and then what in the ass? Like that whole thing. My whole thing, and it makes no logical sense for me to say this ever, but like when he's trying to beat up Colossus, and he punches him in the head twice and he breaks both of his arms. So they're like, he's got two fractured wrists and he's like, the T-Rex is the most feared of all the dinosaurs. Like, like that just makes me laugh every time. But then he kicks him, breaks his ankle. And he's like, do you ever hear about the one legged guy in an ass kicking contest? And he breaks his right. other leg. Right. And he's got no arms and no legs left because he's broken them all trying to beat up Colossus. But being a baseball coach, I don't think the players understand what I'm talking about, but we tell it when somebody short arms their swing, yeah. you say, Hey, stop, stop T-Rex arming it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the T-Rex is the most fearsome of all the dinosaurs, like because they're T-Rex arming it, but they have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but it, it's it's one of my favorite parts. Oh, like that from that same scene though, like he's beating the absolute tar out of out of Ajax. Like when he very first sees him after the whole motorcycle massacre scene. Right, right. That's like the beginning of the movie coming back to real time in the middle of the movie. Right. And he Which brings back, us to now. Right. Like he reaches back, you hear the tongue, and then he like turns and like like grabs Colossus's crotch and he goes, Father you're Dave. Poor. <laughs> and then he kicks him there and he goes, Your poor wife. Because he broke his leg <laughs> on his groin. Which is just so ridiculous. I mean, literally everything, like um talking to what is it, teenage negasonic warhead. Yeah. <laughs> teenage negasonic. What the what the <laughs> He goes, let me, let me, let me guess. Mean, mean tweet, mean tweet, something snarky, mean tweet. Like, you know, no, I mean? like no, you're, just... you're, you're a teenage girl, which means I'm, I can expect one of two things, either a long, sullen silence, a mean, sarcastic remount, uh, uh, remark, and another long, sullen silence. So which is it? A long, sullen silence or a mean remark? You kind of got me in a box here. Ah! <laughs> like you, you had me pegged. Gotcha. Or, or just simple things like, you know, he, he knocks on the, on the Xavier Academy of Professor X's school. And the only two people who answer the door are Colossus and this new girl who we've never met before, the Negasonic Warhead. And he's like, oh, the budget for this film must have been really small that you're the only two X-Men that were available. That are ever the, you know I mean? Right. To the point I, that, like, he makes that same comment in the second movie. And then he's like, really, like, not, not even, like, no other X-Men are ever here. Just ever. Like, we, like what? We couldn't spring for for any of them not even like some of the like the, the lower level characters and right. as he's talking they switch to a side camera and there's the whole main x-men team and they just like close the door to like not be like no 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 hard hard pass hard pass <laughs> but it's I, I there's there's very little about this movie that i don't like the action sequences are just fantastic the, the wit and the humor i think we both agree makes it oh Do God, you know what i mean yeah. it's it's not a simplistic action movie he's got all those I don't know, quirky, stupid catchphrases that you expect from this thing, but they're every 30 seconds. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think one of my favorite relationships, I really, his relationships with other people are fantastic, but his old, old woman roommate who he's constantly having like back and forths with, where he's like, I got it from Ikea and it falls over. And she's like, don't say a word. Or she's like, son of a bit. Like when her, like the little dresser she's making falls over. So I'm talking about like she's building something, but she's blind and she's like building oh, a little, like end table yeah. in her living room. And then she like, and little, as soon as she blind Al. Yes. And she goes, and, and then as soon as she goes, Oh, I'll finish. And he's looking at it and it just falls over. And she's like, do not say a word. 
And then he's like caressing her face with his small hand because he got it blown off and it's regrowing. <laughs> she goes, is it just me or is your hand like abnormally small? small. Yep. Oh. And then he may, I think he made, doesn't he, he right there? I mean, he, he makes a masturbation joke. He's like, it's oh, gonna all day. Huge. Like, right. It's the all whole day. thing with a super small hand. And then really, and then his, his BFF from the movie, the, the bromance that he has is with, you know, actor TJ Miller. Right. Who I love from a lot of his TV spots that he's been a guy who I think a lot of people recognize, but maybe don't know who he is. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I think my favorite scene from the whole movie is just when he finally takes his mask off to his buddy. Right. And then he just describes all the different things that his face looks like. It's like your face, your face looks, looks like, like a topographical, topographical map of Idaho, of, of Utah. Is it Utah or Idaho? Yeah, no, it's Utah. He goes, you look like you're, you look like an avocado had sex with an older, angrier avocado. Like, <laughs> just like, and I guess it's one of those things where he ad libbed ninety nine percent of it, and they did. He said actually thirty different things, and they just took their favorite four or five. <laughs> you know what I mean? And put it together that way. Oh man, you will die alone. I mean, if you could die, ideally for others' sake, right? <laughs> you look like an avocado had sex with an older, more disgusting avocado. Avocado, right? Not gently, like it was hate effing. There was right. something it, wrong it, with the relationship, and the only, <laughs> the only catharsis, catharsis they, they could feel, right? Violence. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do something to remedy this because as of now, you only have one course of action. Damn straight, find Francis, star in horror films. What? Starting your own horror films because you look like Freddy Krueger face after that. That's what a Freddy Krueger face after a topographical map of Utah. Right. So, but again, him just uh, making that stuff up. Uh, that, that's just JT Miller being creative and yeah. coming up with things over and over and over again. Oh man. Fantastic. But I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, just i mean just not not to not to skip to the end but like this for me is easily I'm, like a 4.5 i'm sitting here like reading the quotes like reading the conversations and like deadpool commenting on her hey shaved head ripley from alien 3 fuck you're old fake laugh fighting <laughs> <Right. laughs> real pain go get silver balls like <laughs> just go <laughs> Silver balls. Like, <laughs> Deadpool gets off the couch, walks walks past Blind Al, goes hashtag drive by, like just parts of right, 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 just just cropped us some and then uh, moves on. Also, can, can I can I tell you that as I'm just looking at this stuff, and I was having like a weird moment here. Can we talk about how similar the actors who play Beast and the actors who plays Ajax are? Like, they could be twins. Really? Look, so, so like Ed Scren and uh, I lost him. Nicholas Hout, Holt, H-O-U-L-T. Like I, I thought I'm looking at Ajax's IMDb page and I'm going, God, that looks like the guy who played Beast. But I'm like, they're in the same universe. There's no way it's the same guy. But I'm like, who, I don't know. Beast? Uh, Nicholas Holt, H-O-U-L-T. I mean, same facial hair, same haircut. Like they're both around the same age. I'm just looking. I'm going. Good God, they could be the same guy. Good God. Like if, you, if you if you told me they were twins, that I gone. Well, yeah, sure. That checks. That tracks. That that makes yeah. sense. Like if you shave Holt's head, he's screen. Right. Right. The one guy's got kind of like the the full hawk thing going on as I'm the EB page, but the other guy's does not. Yeah, it's like a like like a high end like not a high end type like almost like a buzz cut. Right, eighty three. You know, so I mean that. So they're not quite as close. They're they're six years apart in age. 
Well, that's it's a wonderful factoid. Really, and it, honestly, it's not even a fact. They're just two guys that look similar. But I'm sure this is how, like, you know, people always confuse, like, Isla Fisher and, like, Bryce Dallas Howard. And, you know, like, there's, like, three redheaded actresses that they get intermittently yes. exchanged. Like, nobody knows this. I I almost positive what happened to these two guys walking down the street, that they would go up to one guy and be like, oh, my God, you were beast, right? No, no, no. I, I'm the bad guy in Deadpool. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's my bad. <laughs> I, same same franchise ish, uh, right? Ish, yep. Um, but that, so that, that threw me for a loop there for a hot second. I was I was a little confused. So there's like one of the fa- one of my favorite things when we talk movies is some of the, like the fun facts and trivia about it. Um, oh sure. So some there was a 13 year old kid named Connor McGrath who through the Make a Wish Foundation he requested to attend attend the special event for Deadpool screening in January, which turned out to be one of the two special screenings in New York and L.A. for the for, for fans. But he couldn't make it because of how sick he got. So Ryan Reynolds heard about it, traveled to Edmonton, and surprised the kid with a private special screening of the movie. He, Which is pretty cool. Kid, this kid was the first person that ever saw the movie. And they kept in touch until Connor passed away a few months later. And Ryan Reynolds ended up paying, playing, paying tribute to the kid on social media. But... um. Like during a talk at Google, Ryan Reynolds revealed that the taxi driver character Dopinder was named after a really cool guy he knew in elementary school who died when he was hit by lightning. It was meant to be a tribute to him. Oh, again, see, did not know that. And really, and I, I love the, the, the that, that Dopinder character that he keeps picking him up, but then like he leaves the guns in the backseat of the, the cab on accident and, and he tells him to go after his what is his, his brother's wife? Uh, right. That he's smitten. Cousin? Cousin, some a family member is like significant other, and he goes, "Is your, is your cousin in the trunk of the car?" No, <laughs> and he's like, he goes, "I told you not to do that," and he's just like, "I'm so proud of you." <laughs> it's bad. I said, "Don't do that." Way to go, buddy. Right. You are gonna when we get when we after you drop us off, you're gonna take him and drop him off somewhere safe and apologize. Kill him. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like the entire. Uh, during the filming of the, show, of the movie, <laughs> so Ryan weird. Reynolds used to visit kids at like via the Make-A-Wish Foundation dressed as Deadpool. That that I did know that I've seen. There's there's videos of him just walking in and kids losing their minds, which is fantastic. The one of the really cool things about this is the we talk about like Easter eggs in movies all the time, like things that they do that are like, you know, a nod to something or like, you know, he like things things he said throughout this movie, like, you know, Stuart or McAvoy, like. Things like that. There, there's a million of them. Oh, like he God, does it so all many. the time. Um, you know, it, it, like right in the opening credits, they you see the like the original Deadpool from X Men Origins. Yeah, where he d- didn't have a mouth, and yeah, like, like it's like, like it's an action figure on the desk or whatever, right? Isn't it? Yes, it's a like, like, yeah. Okay, so they reference that later in the movie, and then during the credits, there's actually like a trading card of Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, mm-hmm. which were his first two ventures into the superhero genre. And like both were like the X-Men Origins movie was good. Right. But the Deadpool part of it, like even the first the first part where they he was just Wade Wilson. He was awesome. Again, it was funny. And had the sword thing, cutting yeah. bullets in half. That was that was kind of on point. Wise cracking idiot. Oh, stuck stuck in an elevator with five guys in a high protein diet. Like, right. <laughs> just being an idiot all the time, even in a life or death situations. Right. And then like then they sh- they sew his mouth shut, and that's actually like he quotes that in a like he, he references it in a quote in the movie where he's like, "From the studio that inexplic- inexplicitly sewed his effing mouth shut." Like, 
right and then like the, the screen flips and it like shows him like yeah. with his mouth and then flips back he's like what were they thinking right oh man so they uh one of the things that they do is when they're when wade and vanessa are turning in their tickets for their prizes after skee-ball oh right, right right you can see a stuffed dog wearing deadpool attire that is oh. a, a a reference and a nod to Dogpool, which is the canine version of Deadpool from an alternate universe that is referenced often in the comics. Where like at one point, Dogpool like comes over and doesn't go back; like he's just Deadpool sidekick, and it's a dog in a Deadpool mask. Interesting. So like, I did not know that. Yeah. The, then they have like the Deadpool action figure from the first movie. Um, Stuff like I mean, just throughout the entire entire thing, he's Ryan Reynolds was actually allowed to keep the costume, which is good. I mean, how do you like? He's now he's married to Blake Lively. Do you think it's like a sticking point in their marriage that like he's just got like the Deadpool costume somewhere in her house, and she's like, "Why do you have that here?" Or like, "Why is it like he's the guy who would like hanging like over their bed?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's like, "Take it down, take it down right now." And he's like, "Uh, absolutely not." Oh man. And it's like the like my, one of my favorite things about uh, their relationship is how like in tune they are. Like they seem to just get each other. Like there were things that like it was his birthday, and Blake Lively sent out a tweet that said like you know happy birthday to my awesome husband. But it w- it was a picture of them on the red carpet. But she when she she cropped it, she cut him like half out of the photo. So it really was just a really great picture of her and half of her husband. But it was like <laughs> their happy birthday. And he's just like oh thank you to my loving wife for sharing this half a photo of me on Twitter like. It's a really great shot of her, but like that's that's very Ryan Reynoldsy. You know what I mean? I would expect nothing less from them in their relationship, right? And uh, apparently, fan, fans agree it grossed uh seven hundred and eighty million dollars worldwide. I mean, three three quarters of a billion dollars, right? So you're saying it did well? Got it. All right, just checking for a yeah. movie that cost them fifty eight million to make, they made over seven hundred million dollars profit. Cool. Laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I mean, and this has got to be, it's got to be somewhere on the top 100 list on IMDb. I'm actually looking right now. Uh, popularity 158. So it's outside the 100, top 100. Right. That's, I listen, that's a travesty. Out of, I, listen, out of all movies ever, though, yeah, you know fine. what I mean? I, I mean, that's just, I feel like if you're out of all <sighs> movies ever, if you're inside the top 200, that's probably pretty good. I agree. I don't, I don't know what they're mad. And it's also uh, for, for as much as we like this movie and it, it's got an eight out of 10 on IMDb out of 935,000 rankings. It's got an eight, which is pretty good. Um, there are some people who just, for whatever reason, just don't like superhero movies. That's not their thing. They don't like it. They don't want to watch it. So not for, I, I'm not surprised that it's, it's outside the top 100. It's not, it, it's become popular to not like superhero movies because of how popular superhero movies are. Like that's mm-hmm. the new anti-culture. Sure. Um, is that what hipsters do? Like yes. they just they they hate things that are widely beloved. Oh, yes. okay. Um, so this spawned a sequel, which was equally as equally as good. Um, and it was like this is so like Deadpool as a movie and as a franchise is so self-aware that they like make fun of or poke fun at things from the first movie. Mm-hmm. And like, or there's a point where Deadpool's on, like, on a runaway transport, 
and Cable is open firing at him, and he's doing the sword thing from X-Men Origins, except you can very blatantly see he's getting hit. Like, you just could just see blood splatter shooting out the back of him, and all of a sudden he's just like, huh, that didn't work as well as planned. <clears throat> but, like, he can't die, so who cares? Right. Still, still feels the pain, though. Right. Uh, and now there's a third one coming out. Gosh, I hope so. Well, and, you know, he's also rumored to be in the Doctor Strange movie, but he cannot confirm nor deny said thing. It's a whole thing. Right. Very, very hush-hush, very, very secretive. Yeah, so uh, it's very quiet and they're not. Okay, so that's that's very quiet. Like there's there's rumor of it because they're trying to tie in so many things. I mean, um, you've seen, I think both versions of Professor X have been in like different teaser videos and stuff for Mm -hmm. uh, universal multiverse of madness, tying in a lot of things like and they're saying like this is how you might potentially bring in the mutants and tie in the x-men stuff like that and they're like hey ryan ryan reynolds are you like are you he's like no i'm not but we talked about it before we got on the air marvel has a very very long it excuse me history of lying so oh well i mean it's it's spoiler alerts it's all it you know what i mean like they can't come on tell you there there'd be no shock and awe to any of that then you know what i mean right and uh so deadpool 3 which does not have a release it's it's in development right now uh, is said to include X-Force, which they nodded, gave a little nod to in the second movie, but that wasn't actually, like, that was like the first incantation of X-Force where most of mm-hmm. them died. Right. Except for him and Domino. And uh, then him Do- him and Domino end up, like, recre- and Cable end up recreating X-Force and, like, adding a few more people. So that could be fun. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like whatever. I, they're not going to do a bad job with it. I, I have the utmost faith that how well the first ones went, that it is going to be all good. Oh, I agree. And uh, where the hell? One of my favorite people. In, one, of, one of my favorite people <laughs> in the. Why? Where the hell is she? Gina Carano is Angel Dust played a fantastic role in the original Deadpool movie. She's the 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 heavy set one, rather not the heavy set one, but the muscular the one that's like his yes. enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a less angry Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> like and it's it's funny cuz like she was she was an MMA like a legitimate MMA fighter, so she Correct. actually is a legitimate badass. She's incredibly attractive. Um and she actually was playing a very pivotal role on The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. until disney got upset with she she got canceled yeah like which the, the twitterverse can be very very helpful to your career and can be very harmful to your career that is a whole thing yeah but at the same time like it hasn't really derailed her much because i mean she's been in or she's got four four things coming up she's got terror on the prairie my son hunter white knuckle and untitled gina carano action thriller oh so, all right but uh, I mean, she was fantastic in this whole thing. And like, you know, just she doesn't even say much. But at one point, like. She really only does have a few lines. It's, it's right. very. And, and at one point. So like one of the more famous parts that she or things that she does is the final fight scene. Right. She's up on the thing, uh, which I believe turned like turned out to be like a shield helicarrier or something. Right. 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 She's about and to do superhero landing. Superhero landing. She, she's going to do it. She's going to do superhero landing. <sighs> so cool. 
so bad on the knees. I was just going to say, so impractical, really bad on the knees, right? <laughs> and then, of course, when she's standing toe-to-toe with Colossus, which shows you how strong she actually is. Like, she's right. toe-to-toe with a dude who kicks the crap out of Juggernaut on multiple occasions in the, in the Marvel Universe. And all of a sudden, like, they're beating the hell out of each other, and all of a sudden, like, Colossus, like, throws her into her car or something, and they cover it, but, like, one of her boobs falls out. And Colossus being the right, right, the like big, super you know, good guy, super good guy. Like, oh, I'm sorry, they're very nice though. But uh, and she's like, oh my god, sorry, thank you so much. And then like kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> right, dirty fighter, dirty fighter. Uh, this movie tastes, like, tastes top to bottom so good. Nope, I, I agree with you. I, I have very little critiques about this that, that does not make it fantastic. I like it. I'm gonna, I, I, I can't give it a perfect rating, but it's a solid four out of five for me. Uh, I can. I'm giving this my first, like, I don't know, probably not my first five, but a five out of five. Like, I just, I love it. I love the character. I love the guy who plays it. I love the movie top to bottom. I will watch this movie three times a day for a week and not get sick of it. <laughs> and I think if you know me at all, like, you know, that this plays to my personality a little bit, just the sarcastic remarks, the, you know, the just smart assery of it all. I love it. Top to bottom. Love it. So. Agreed. No, I mean, so I, it's a nine, nine clicky clackers is I think that's, that's pretty solid. It might be one of the highest movies that we've rated. Yeah. One of the highest, like the first two or three we did, I think were, were five or either 4.5 for both of us. Right. Well, we, we, us. we did some, we did some all time hall of famers. That was, I sure mean, we did, did Forrest Gump and some other ones. So that's, that's straight up there. Yeah. So uh, I think that'll wrap for this week. Um, Producers comes out every Friday, part of the BICBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Uh, you can find all of, uh, all of our podcasts on all the places. If you're listening to us, you know how to find us. But if you want to find an easier way, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Google Podcasts. I'm missing one. But regardless, uh, you can find <laughs> us anywhere. Type us in. The big one, guys, find us on social media. Find us on Facebook. You can listen on Facebook uh, right through our Facebook page as soon as we upload the episode drops on Facebook as well. So uh, you can check us out there and then you'll never miss a beat when we talk about certain things. And um, something that's kind of fun that'll tie into common debauchery. We are doing our worst fandom voting for common debauchery. And we have just for this week wrapped up the first round, which was uh, bronies versus the office fans and believers versus American soccer fans. I know you're a big office guy. I am a big office guy. I'm not sure why anybody would hate people who like the office. I am offended. And that's pretty much the exact reason why people don't <laughs> like fans of the office because people like, Oh, I don't think it's funny. What do you mean? You don't think it's funny. It's funniest thing ever. So uh, maybe it's something we'll talk about a little bit next episode too, because we have a couple, uh, one specific one that I, I like you definitely fit into. So, oh boy. Uh, I mean, I fit into the <laughs> office one too, but that's beside the point. But uh, so check that out on Common Debauchery. But this is the producer. So find us, like us, follow, share, subscribe, all the good stuff. Never miss a beat. We're going to find other ways to get you guys more engaged uh, on social media as well. And uh, I guess with that, uh, Quote King, thanks for joining me, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Always a pleasure, bud. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, producers comes out every Friday, and you guys can check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I guess with that being said, that uh, that's a cut. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody! Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BICBP Radio Network proudly brings to you its podcast tag team champions of the world, the Nightmare Derek Jaws, Rotten Jack Gene Williams, the host of Common Debauchery. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. 